Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Raw and the Cooked, your home for cooking inspiration plus raw and honest book reviews. Episodes alternate between my two passions, maintaining a simple and efficiently run kitchen and keeping up with this year's hottest books. I hope after each episode, you take away a new idea for your kitchen or a new book recommendation. I'm your host, Dara Boxer, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello and welcome to episode 31. How are you, my friends? So today you're listening to episode 31, which is a fun number because for the 31 days in the month of January, I have decided to go on a spending freeze and I wanted to talk about it on today's episode. So this is going to be a long topic. We're going to talk all about budgeting. So I don't want to make your head spin too much. So I've decided that I'm going to break up today's episode into two parts. Uh, today uh, is going to be part one. I'm just going to cover um, my monthly spending, like the flexible spending, um, plus my spending freeze. And then part two next week is going to talk about another element that I'm really excited to share with you too. Okay. So It's probably very clear from my chipper tone of voice that I love budgeting and I have been just a budgeting fanatic pretty much since day one. I have been keeping track of every penny earned and spent uh, ever since I started making my own money. I really wish I had saved some of my earlier budgets, like especially back when I was like 23 and making a starter salary because that would have been so much fun to look back on, but oh well. Um, So as far as my family is concerned, I have been just the budgeter, like of all of the things, um, pretty much since my husband and I met, um, you know, over the course of our relationship, um, you know, things have shifted and changed and evolved enormously, right? We went from just like dating to living together. Uh, then we adopted two cats, we got married. Now we have two children, right? Like our priorities are constantly shifting. And especially with an ever-growing family, um, every few months, I find that I have to stop and reevaluate and adjust as needed, right? Because like each life change comes with like enormous new responsibilities, right? Like we moved houses a couple of times, renovations, like there are just so many things that happen. Um, so if you find yourself like needing to budget and then like like adjusting and reevaluating is totally normal and it's a part of it. Okay. Anyway, so, um, my spending freeze. So obviously the mortgage, the water, the gas, and like our other monthly bills, like I'm not freezing that. Like those absolutely have to get paid. Um, and of course we need groceries and toothpaste and, um, all of the things, right? So when I refer to a spending freeze, I'm talking about non-essentials, um, like, clothing and dining out and books and decor for the house and candles and coffee to go, right? Like things that one could absolutely live 31 days without. And I want to be open and transparent about our monthly flexible spending. Uh, I want to go over like how I break everything down and what a spending freeze looks like. Okay. So this is where it's going to get a little heady. So please bear with me. So we have a couple of different accounts. Um, Our main bill paying account is a checking account, which almost everything gets auto paid from that. And then I have a separate checking account that I budget myself like a cute little number every month that I break up into 19 different categories that I've noticed are evolving and shifting. So um, they're not necessarily listed in any particular order, but the first three are items that like definitely get used the most. 
Okay. So I'm going to go through every single one of these 19 categories and like what it looks like for us. So just bear with me. Okay. So number one is groceries and that's pretty obvious. Um, I know that a lot of people, um, just lump like household supplies, like toilet paper and the laundry detergent, um, and like shampoo into groceries, like anything that one can buy in the grocery store. Um, but I'm kind of a loser and I like to know the exact penny that I spend on each of those things. So I actually have uh, my categories one, two, and three, uh, number one being groceries, number two, household supplies, and number three, toiletries. Um, because I do find it really interesting to see like, okay, as far as like groceries for a family of four, what does that look like? Um, and I, I genuinely don't want to see my like dishwasher detergent, parchment paper. Like that's for me, like I want to see that in household supplies. Like how much does it cost to run this house, right? Like all of the little things that you need. And then of course, toiletries need to be separate as well, right? Cause like, uh, you know, we need Listerine and toothpaste and shampoo bars and like all of the things. And of course, mascara, right? Like, um, okay. So anyway, so those are items one through three. Number four is um, anything related to the car that isn't like an annual expense or, or auto um, maintenance. So like number four is gas for the car, car washes, and parking. And luckily we live in St. Louis where parking is usually free. So um, I do keep a little bit of a buffer in there because um, my husband works from home and we just you know, don't go through a lot of gas. Okay. So number five is home and garden. So that is like plants, photo frames, baskets, etc. but it's not just limited to household decor. Like last month I spent $65 on like outdoor solar lights to illuminate the path that goes to our front door. Um, and like an outdoor faucet insulator for the winter. Like it's kind of like a catch all home category. It's not strictly for, um, like home decor and like garden stuff. Okay. And I, I give myself about a hundred dollars a month there. Um, which is flexible, of course. Um, number six is entertainment. Um, so I'm thrilled to report that most of St. Louis kids' attractions are free, but not all of them. So I budget about $45 per month here for admission tickets to like kids' museums that aren't free or that we don't have a membership towards. Um, or like if my husband and I want to download a movie on Amazon, uh, we per- like last month we purchased a couple of seasons of The Wire, totally worth it, uh, and we tapped into the en- entertainment pot to like cover that. So um, again, I give myself a modest $45. Usually that covers us and is more than enough for um, kids' attractions. Um, number seven is dining out, which is self-explanatory, although I do want to note that I have a separate coffee uh, budget. So this does not include like to go coffee. Um, this is really just like dining out. Um, okay. So number eight is books and we spend an absurd amount of money on books so much so that I felt the need to give it its own category. Um, because it, it's just fascinating to me. And I want to be able to say like at the end of the year, um, we spent X amount on books, like maybe could we do a little bit better? Um, but also I refuse to buy books on Amazon. So I'm happy to pay more to support our independent bookstores. So that's just a little side note on like why I um, feel like our book budget is a little outrageous, but that's fine. 
Okay. Number nine, and this is a very important category. I call it circle of life, which is another word for, or another phrase for like gifts for other people, right? So like maybe that's a birthday present or a wedding present, a housewarming gift, a gift for a new baby, or maybe it's a food delivery for someone who, um, whose loved one just died, right? So I want to ensure that, um, there's always like a modest a hundred dollars a month to spend on our friends and family, um, to celebrate or grieve with them for, you know, circle of life events. Um, okay. So number 10 is clothing, which of course is self-explained and with two growing toddlers in a region of the country that experiences all four seasons. Uh, I just, I have to have a clothing budget, um, on a monthly basis. Um, the minimalist and like frugal side of me wishes I didn't. And we just, you know, did like one big shop, um, you know, in the beginning of like summer and then again in winter, but alas. Okay. So number 11 is sort of like our family pot of money. It's just like our family spending. So I just think it's important to have a small amount set aside for each of us. Um, I usually um, set aside about $25 per person in our family. So like, for example, my husband um, blew through his budget on cables and like a memory card at our local electronics store. Um, I might use the kids for a new box of crayons or watercolors or whatever. And maybe I use mine to, I don't know, treat myself to a manicure, right? So it's just $25 per person in our family. And it's important to note that like, not all of us always spend it, but I will get to that point a little bit later. Okay. So number 12 is my go-to coffee. Um, the reason I have its own little category is because it was getting ridiculous. Um, I looked at my, like what we were actually spending on dining out and it was like Panera here, Starbucks there, local coffee shop there. And it just added up so quickly. So I decided that the best way to like control this was to give it its own category and cap it off at $20 per month. Um, because I can just simply make coffee at home. Okay. Number 13, cat supplies. And I budget about $85 for cat food, litter, dental treats, etc. Um, it's rare I blow through all of this each month, and some months I spend absolutely nothing. Um, but occasionally it, it we have a month where like we just seem to run out of everything and we like have to literally restock all of it. Um and then $85 like won't put a dent into it. Um, but $85 I've noticed is a good budget number. Number 14 haircuts. So I get four haircuts per year and my husband usually gets eight and plus our two kids. We're still kind of figuring out their haircut schedules because, um, we just kind of started cutting their hair. But anyway, I figured that, um, if I budget about $80 per month, that will comfortably cover us in the haircut department. Um, and I'm going to talk about, um, like rolling categories in a second. I'm just still going through my, my monthly categories. Okay. Number 15 is gym and bar memberships. And this is pretty standard. Um, my husband has a gym membership. I have a bar membership and this number doesn't really change. Um, but I didn't want to like lump it in with my bills because like we could just cancel at any moment, right? Like this isn't like a, like totally required anyway. And that kind of bleeds into number 16, which are, um, it's a set amount for online memberships. Um, I pay like a dollar a month for Apple storage and I pay $12 to, uh, Buzzsprout, which is, uh, the online podcast, I don't know, hosting service that like gives me access to this podcast. So it's again, a small, modest amount. And if we ever decide to get off of my family's Netflix 
account will probably add it to this category. Um, but again, I'm like super frugal. So I'm going to ride my brother's Netflix account probably until the day I die. Sorry, Sam. And thank you. Okay. And then lastly, um, I have a small amount, um, for kids scheduled activities. So like for the last three months, we've been going to swim lessons once a week and it's a monthly membership. Um, we're stopping because it is freezing and ridiculous to go to a swim class in January. Um, it is indoors, but the whole process is super annoying. So we're switching to gym class in February. Um, and again, it's a, it's a monthly membership. So, um, I do like to set aside, um, a couple of hundred dollars for the kids to like do at least one activity a week. Okay. So those are the 17 categories that I have total control over. And for the most part, I have a general idea of how much we're going to spend on groceries and toiletries. Um, and I know that like budgeting roughly a hundred dollars for gifts for our loved ones works well. And like the $80 for haircuts. Right. Um, Although I like to sit down at the beginning of the month and see if we, um, if there's any like spending that I'm not taking into account for, like maybe we have two different visitors coming to visit and stay with us that we're hosting this month. So we're probably going to have to increase our grocery bill, right? Um, and just like anticipate needs for certain categories. Like, do, are we going to spend more or less? Um, and like some months we don't spend a penny on clothing, but then we'll blow through $300 on books, right? So the money earmarked for clothing helps supplement that. Or maybe my husband won't spend anything on himself, so I'll use his $25 and put it towards groceries uh, because it is coming in higher than budgeted. And also, has anyone noticed inflation? Oh my God, we are spending a fortune on groceries. It's so much, I, I'm almost too embarrassed to tell you guys. So I'm just going to leave that number private. Um, but anyway, anytime I buy anything, I lock it, uh, the date, how much, what category and what the item is. I stare at my numbers every single day. Like literally that's like probably the first thing I do in the morning. Like how much do I have left in every single category? Or maybe I overspent, um, like maybe we overspent for eating out. So then I'm just not going to shop for the house, right? Like I don't need that candle or whatever, right? Like the budget is fluid and flexible and I don't beat myself up if certain categories get overspent. It just means that we're going to need to borrow from other categories, right? Like little sacrifices if, you know, we just want to make the numbers work. However, that I should note that I like to leave certain categories alone, like pet supplies and haircuts. Like if I don't spend a penny from the haircut, uh, I call them, I call them rectangles because whatever. Um, so if I don't spend a penny in like the haircut or the pet supplies rectangle, um, I just try not to borrow it or supplement it if I overspend in, a, in another category, um, because in other months I know that we're going to spend more than I had budgeted for pet supplies. Like let's say, um, or even like haircuts, like there sometimes, um, our haircut schedules, my husband and I will both get a haircut in the same month. Um, and it's going to be more than the budgeted, but if we simply leave the money earmarked for the respective category alone, it'll roll over and grow over time. So I don't have to worry if I spend like $120 on cat supplies because I didn't spend anything from the month before. So does that make sense? Like I just kind of like allow it to roll over. Okay. So back to my January spending freeze, I have given myself a few rules and exceptions. I've decided 
I'm not going to do any go-to coffee at all this month. No dining out, absolutely nothing in my home and garden category, no books, no clothes. Um, however, circle of life gifts are fine and everything else I consider essential. Like I have to put gas in my car. I have to buy groceries. I have to buy toiletries. Right. Um, and I've given myself a few little exceptions because I can't completely say no to like certain things. Right. So my husband goes out to eat once a week, um, with his office because that's how many days per week he he goes in and that's fine. Um, my mother is coming to visit us this month and I'm fine eating out um, during her brief trip. And I'm also okay spending gift cards on home items. Um, so I have a $100 anthropology gift card and it is burning a hole in my pocket. So I'm just going to have to spend it, um, but just not go a penny over, right? So I mean, I, gift cards always, they're just free money. Anyway, so, so far 13 days in, uh, the spending freeze has been going well. Um, as for eating out, we've stuck to home cooked meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day, except for those two work lunches my husband has had in as many weeks. So yay, zero go-to coffee. Yay. Um, as for the home and garden category, I did purchase a $7 crate from Ikea, but it was because I was there and I needed one. Um, to contain all of those recently gifted magnetiles. Um, I definitely could have found another basket around the house to make it work, but I just didn't. It was $7 and I just said, whatever, right? So if that's like my biggest crime in these 13 days, I'm just going to give myself like a slow round of applause. Anyway, um, so far, no books have been purchased, although I will say my husband and I keep adding titles to buy. Um, so we have like a little running list. So on February 1st, I am going to purchase like all of this. Um, I did purchase a lamp for the basement, like going back to my home and garden category, but I used a gift card to pay for it. So it feels like it doesn't count. Um, and then the last thing I ended up buying was I bought myself a winter jacket. It was on sale. Um, I had planned poorly this winter. I purged too hard last summer. And once our very first cold snap hit, it was like 12 degrees the other day. I realized I didn't have a suitable jacket for the weather. Um, that was like below 35 degrees. Um, and again, it was on sale. And uh, I will say this is a jacket that I've wanted, a particular jacket that I've wanted for years and years and years. So yes, I bought it. Um, but the good news is that um, since we didn't spend anything um, in certain other categories, I didn't feel guilty. The money was there. It was earmarked. Um, so yeah, there you have it. Um, so when I initially sat down and wrote out my budget, um, I always give myself like the same amount of money to play with for all 19 categories. And I was able to shave 500 of that right off the bat and put it aside for something else. So that felt really good. Um, and that is kind of like the goal of your spending freeze is to see like where you can eliminate, um, and just scrimp and save and move a couple of dollars here, move like a few dollars there. And next thing you know, you have like a couple of thousand dollars to play with. And it's just, I don't know, it's fun. Like budgeting doesn't have to be scary or overwhelming. Um, and in fact, it feels really good to be able to pay for something like in cash um, and not like have to worry about how you're going to pay for that larger purchase. 
So I strongly encourage you to start a no spend 31 day challenge. You can start as soon as tomorrow. You don't have to wait for the first of the month to uh, begin it. Um, although I would recommend starting in the beginning of the month. I don't know, whatever. Just, uh, I encourage a spending freeze. Um, and another tip I have, um, anything that you want to purchase that is a non-essential, um, maybe just put it in a cart or like write it down on a list and then come back to it after 31 days. And if you still need need or want the item, then go for it. Um, but the idea is to kind of pause, let you think and like, see like what really is essential. And I'm sure I'm not like the best person to dole out this advice. Um, because again, I couldn't even say no to a $7 crate from Ikea. But if like, that's my biggest sin for the month, then like, so be it. Uh, so yeah, it's, um, it's really exciting. And I'm sure you're wondering like, what am I going to do with that $500 that I shaved off my budget? Well, my friends, I put a deposit down to, uh, get shutters for our playroom. Uh, we have a beautiful big bay window, uh, that has absolutely no window treatment. And it is, um, it has been bothering me since we moved in last year. So, um, there you have it. That's what I did with my $500. It's exciting. And I love saving money and finding ways to fund other things that are more important than like small ticket items. So there you have it, my friends. And I would love to wrap up today's episode uh, with a, what did we have for dinner last night segment? Well, last night we had steak that I cooked uh, for hours and hours and hours via sous vide. Um, I made a little like butter thyme sauce to go with it. Uh, there was brown rice. Um, I made myself tofu just cause I'm not like feeling steak these days. Um, that I marinated with like all of the yummy Asian ingredients and we had delicious Brussels sprouts, which are like my favorite winter green. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and bearing with me. This is a really long episode. Um, not as long as my cloth diaper episode, but anyway, thank you again for being here. And if you have any budgeting tips or questions, I'm always here. I love talking about money. So yeah, get back to me. Okay. See you guys next Thursday. Thanks again.